This episode of the Sportsman's Empire is brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Since 1952, Interstate Batteries has been evoking compassion and a trustworthy spirit into the surrounding communities. Interstate Batteries is a mission-driven company fueled by purpose and guided by their values. If you need help locating a specific battery, stop into your local Interstate Batteries retail store and speak with a battery specialist. They even offer cell phone repairs. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. The Houndsman XP Podcast is fueled by Joy Dog Food. Joy Dog Food has a rich tradition of supporting the Houndsman of America. Founded in 1945, Joy is proud of its history and the relationship it has built with the American Houndsman. And in 76 years, there's never been a recall. Made with 100% American-made high-quality ingredients, Joy Dog Food has one of the highest calorie-dense formulas on the market. For 76 years, this made-in-America product has kept hunting dogs in the field day after day, season after season. And when we say made-in-America, Joy has a long track record of fighting for American freedoms by being on the front lines against the animal rights movement and their extremist tactics. Joy will fuel your hounds and fight for your freedoms, fueled by Joy. The Houndsman XP Podcast Network is powered by Cajun Lights. All of your lighting needs for hunting can be taken care of at Cajun Lights. They have three models of cap lights. I'm going to run through them real quick. You've got the Rogaroo, which is their high-end light. If you're a competition hunter and you got to find that coon up in a tree and it's all riding on finding that coon, you'll want the Rogaroo on your head. Next is the Bayou. That's a pretty standard light, but it's got packed with features. It's got multiple colors. It's got walking lights. It's got the red, the green, the amber. It's all built in right into that light. And then you have one of my personal favorites, the Micro Gator. The Micro Gator is an ultra lightweight cap light. It's got all the features of a white light, red, green, and amber. I've used this light for everything from finding bear tracks early in the morning to coon hunting at night to working on plumbing in the house changing tires on the side of the road my truck doesn't leave the driveway without a cajun light in it and that light is the micro gator every cajun light is durable made from the highest quality components and it is backed by cajun's top rated customer service check out cajun lights you can go to our website at houndsmanxp.com go to our sponsors page hit that link it'll take you right to cajun lights check them out they got a lot of stuff to offer over at Cajun Lights. You know, we all have that one special dog hanging out on the porch. He's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All these things you like coming together to make one superb dog. That was exactly what we had in mind when we made this show. Welcome to All Mixed Up. I had to loosen that, that belt buckle. Ah, Chad. <laughs> not, as, uh, not as shredded as I once was. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> what you been up to, buddy? Um, getting, getting new, got a new rig, went and picked up a new rig. Well, new to me, I right? Uh, side by side, kind of excited about that. Yeah, uh, you should be. I'm jealous, dude. <laughs> 
that's that's the new, that's the new ongoing thing there. Like looking forward to uh, being able to chase critters in the snow a little bit better. Plan to get the tracks put on there real soon. And uh, dang, <laughs> dude, you saw my buggy. It's um, actually you didn't see my buggy when you. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. We went out quail hunting in that. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you put the pedal down in mine, and it's like. <laughs> And then it goes. <laughs> and I chitty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang. We love you. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call mine too. The, my my other one. Well, actually, that might have been that might have been Justin's. Yours wasn't noisy. Yeah. No, mine was, <laughs> mine's actually pretty good. I wear earplugs in Justin's sometimes. That metal rattling can kick my butt. And that's no disrespect because Justin's buggy is way nicer than mine. But my box is a little less like squeaky squeaky squeaky. And uh, <laughs> anyone who listens to the audio intro for Houndsman XP has heard Justin's rattle box uh, when we're cruising down after the dogs. But it's been a minute, man. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> it's good to be back. We had to take about a month hiatus from All Mixed Up because of some schedule changes for the Houndsman XP network. But here we are. And it actually worked out good, guys, because this month we got a great episode. Why don't you talk about it, Chad? Damn. <laughs> I'm always there. Got got all fun, got all kinds <laughs> oh, of fun crap. stuff we got into. Yeah, just uh, went out in the dog yard and grabbed a few fistful of dogs and packed them in the truck and headed down to Las Cruces to to, to hang out with Seth. Yeah, yeah, um, it was a good time. Uh, had a had a, had a what, what? What are we packing there? We had four, four side hounds, um, uh, uh, Llewellyn Setter, a Drot. Um, a Yag Terrier, and I think that was it. Yeah. Do not forget. Oh, no, you said Haggis. Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, no, I couldn't forget, forget Haggis. Haggis. That's my buddy, man. That's <laughs> yeah, my buddy. Chad was like, hey, I want to hang out. And I was like, yeah, let's do it, man. I want you to come out here and experience my, my prairie and hunt out here. And then he was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring everything. And I was like, well, it's a good thing that everything is available to be hunted by my place. Okay. So uh, within... Uh, 10 minutes of me, there's great terrier hunting. Uh, within an hour of me, there's pretty great prairie. And uh, within about five minutes of my backyard, there's some pretty decent quail hunting. So we were pretty spoiled. And we had a lot of fun, you guys. We got a lot of cool video. And I'm going to say it now in case I forget. That's just ADD squirrel brain. But, yeah, guys, we're starting a new uh, YouTube show called HXP TV. And me and Chad got a lot of video from our hunts. And it's all going to be there on the YouTube channel for HXP TV. So go check that out. This episode of All Mixed Up, we're going to break down our experience in long detail. HXP TV is a short, all entertaining thing. This, we're going to take the time and we're going to talk about some of the stuff we really wanted to chat about on the podcast. So, um, Chad, we did a lot of stuff. I uh, think I grew about an inch of bags under my eyes from that trip because <laughs> we, we were going non stop dude non-stop that's right, <laughs> that's right. Well, it, yeah the only things we didn't bring were the cocker and the tree hounds you know true, uh, true but we had we had we had at least one of everything else there you know we don't but, got trees <laughs> so. yeah no fresh, fresh out of trees you got some rock ledges lions like yeah. things. But. yeah no people tree lions quote unquote tree lions around my place all the time i live about 15 minutes away from brett vaughn and you know everybody knows he's He's putting them up, so yeah. there's all kinds of stuff. But yeah, 
What did we start with, man? I can't even let's see. Let's let's get this trip all broken down here. I want to start with the first thing we hunted with, which was the what? The terriers? Yeah, we went out with a, a Yag Terrier and a Drot and yep. Drot Tar and went out just scoping. We kind of thought we had a, a, a good idea. Um, and we scoped out some areas that looked really good. And they're like, well, we're seeing the tracks here. They're in here. And then we like we pushed a little bit deeper in and all the dogs were like winding that way. And I was like, that's where they are. And you're like, mm-hmm. That's where the javelina are. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and I don't want no part of javelina. That's that's the one. And I'd, I'd almost rather run into a rattlesnake with the dogs oh, than, than running yes. into a javelina. I don't, I don't want no part of that. So we kind of just packed up the dogs. It was getting dark, and then we finished scouting. But that was the evening I got in, you know? Yeah, it was a cold, windy day, and, and Chad was laughing at me, you guys. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Our winter weather here is amazing, and if the wind is anything above 10 miles an hour, I'm kind of bitter about it. I'm not very happy. <laughs> and the wind was like 15 miles an hour and cold, so I was kind of salty. I was like, the one time Chad comes down here, the weather sucks. And he was like, the weather sucks? He's like, this is hot. <laughs> like, He's like, this is nice. Literally, oh. like... 40 degrees warmer, you know, like I was, <laughs> I thought I needed to bring my Hawaiian shirt and like, thought I needed like a, like a margarita with a little umbrella in it or something. It was, Chad, it I had was to put on shoes. Tropical. I was pissed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was tropical. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, it was funny too. Cause I, well, first of all, quick plug to everyone that's listening out here. You guys, we're going to, you guys know, I can't resist this. This is my biology in me, but Havelina's. Are not rodents, everybody. They are not rodents. We talk about this all the time around here. Everyone thinks they're rodents. They're peccaries. They're distantly related to pigs, but they are not pigs. They're their own thing. And they are super aggressive to dogs, not so much to people. I'm going to bust out a couple myths real quick, you guys. One, they are not as aggressive to people as everyone thinks they are. The only time they're really aggressive to people is when they have babies. When they become aggressive to people is if you have dogs with you. They are super aggressive to canids. So if they see any kind of four-legged carnivore, they're going to attack it. And if you're right there, they'll turn that aggression on you. Most people get attacked by javelinas when they, A, try to mess with their babies. Duh. Don't do that to any mammal. Or, B, <laughs> have a dog with them. So, uh, yeah. They, they, some people call them stink pigs because they have a little gland on their lower back that actually looks just like a butthole. And it weeps this, like, oily, skunky smell i always describe it as it's kind of like a hippie drum circle bo kind of smell it's kind of kind of smells like bo and weed like old dirty ditch weed mixed with bo and this kind of funky pig-like smell i don't know i like it because anytime i smell it i'm like cool javelinas are around and i like them so if i was a scent houndsman i wouldn't like them so much but they don't or really bother my dogs guy. yeah they're, or a terrier guy and i was very paranoid man yeah i bet they um, we we uh, were hunting in this area, and yeah, like Chad's Chad was saying, his dogs were trying to go into this thicket, and I was like, hey man, I, I have a shot of javelina in there. I know they're in there. This is where I go to hunt them. He's like, maybe we should go somewhere else. I'll pass. <laughs> so, I'll pass. Yeah. So we did. We did. But I was excited, you guys. We were just going down to scout, and uh, I had hunted. So everyone knows the Ditch Coons episode with Lauren Branny years and years ago. Me and Lauren had done this with her tree hounds. And uh, it was a lot of fun, you guys. Gosh, it was so fun. We were hunting in those canals and full of the the ditch, uh, the reeds. And so I was like, hey, let's just do that with uh, with terriers, man. And Chad was like, yes. So we, we, uh, we were going to continue scouting. 
You know what app I use on my phone more than any other app besides the podcast app to listen to this here podcast? I use Onyx. Onyx Maps is the most comprehensive mapping system for hunters on the market today. I use it all the time. When I was in New Mexico, I was looking at 40,000 acres of ranch that I needed to learn. I flip open Onyx and just start studying, studying the map. When I'm riding trails, I put the tracking app on. It helps me get around in strange country. I could mark water sources, food sources, bear sign, just all kinds of options within Onyx. You need to check out Onyx Maps by going to houndsmanxp.com. Click on the link on our sponsor page. You'll go right to Onyx Maps, and when you check out, enter the code HXP20, and you will get 20% off of your order. Know where you stand with Onyx. What's next? What happened next? Well, I, to clarify... If I had bay dogs, I'd be. I still wouldn't want to play with the javelina, but like both dogs are catch dogs. But you know, yes. both dogs don't bay at all. <laughs> Missy and Haggis are both catch dogs, so um, I'm not going to say they're like as good as a bulldog, you know. But they're going to want to dive on it and grab it the second they see it. There's no barking, you know. And they're little; so, they're only like 45 pounds, so yeah. they're like small but, pig sized. <laughs> yeah, to them, they're like, oh, God, it's a weak pig. We can eat this one, you know? <laughs> and all their buddies come with their little hippo teeth, you know? But, yep. yeah, anyway, so to clarify, there there you go. That's one of the reasons I didn't want a part of that. But, yeah, then the next, that was it for the evening. And the very next morning, we were out there chasing the the old floppy ears or point ears. What, yeah, the jackrabbits. The um, long-eared ones. Yes. <laughs> uh uh I, I saw somebody make a comment like a, a while ago, uh, and I'm just remembering it again about how cottontails look like, you know, little fat pudgy oompa loompas, and and jackrabbits look like like crazy Amazonian like shaman that have yeah, yeah exactly. that have unlocked the secrets of the world and it's driven them mad, you know. And yes, yeah, but precisely, which I think is like right on the money. Um, I agree. But yeah, we went out and faced them, and that was awesome. Went out to the your your pool tabletop field there and uh i love that place i had a great time i took chad you guys to my favorite coursing place in all of the world i had to get that animated about it it was the best you guys look i've hunted with chad i like chad's dogs i do not like where chad courses hairs i like (laughs) where chad does a lot of other stuff he does but where he courses hairs makes me want to pull out my hairs and so I was like, come to my place, and we will sh- I will show you paradise for the running dogs. Did it disappoint? No, it was fantastic. Like, if given the opportunity, I would definitely prefer that for coursing. You can... <laughs> Wait, you, what? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, in a hundred different ways, better, you know? Like, you get to assess your dogs better, grade your dogs, you know, identify shortcomings a lot more, and really just see what you're, what you're feeding. I mean... I like I like hunting where I got because I'm kind of used to it, but I definitely prefer down there. It you know like we're in the sighthounds for the speed, and mine have to try and trick and be clever. And there, there's you know there's all these other things that, it, that I don't know. Don't it, it adds a little variety, but at the expense of just wide open, sharp turning. You know like everything that makes sighthounds fun to watch. So definitely better. 
in just about every single way, you know, 99.9% of the ways it's, it's better. <laughs> but, it was funny. You cracked me up, dude. You text me before you got there. You're like, I can't wait to get outrun, not unsighted yeah. outrun. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, and, that's all that happens by me is like it, our races may go 30 seconds to a minute and we're, I'm proud of that minute, you know, like, and it's not because my dogs aren't fast. It's just cause the sage is knee high to waist high, you know, mm-hmm. like the, you could be a bolt of lightning, and if a rabbit gets behind the thing, you, you can't be faster than what you can't see. You yeah, got some speed, so. too. It's not has nothing to do with lack of fast. You brought some really high-powered artillery for speed, which I'm already <laughs> grinning. <laughs> yeah. break, break down your sighthounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's that? Okay, yeah. So the uh, the old old feller is a possum. He's a, he's a ex-coyote dog, you know, that I – trained and worked with for a while and up when i was hunting with him up in idaho it just didn't really work out um i mean well it did work out there but then when i moved to another area it wasn't quite the same so i made him a falconry dog and that's where they push the jackrabbit so that the you know the falcon has a crack at it as long as the jackrabbit's running the type of falcon i was hunting with likes to swoop in and and bind to it and roll it and come up with it and but it can't do that if the jackrabbit's not running they hide in bushes when the jackrabbit pursues them and the sighthound keeps them from hiding in the bushes and allows my falcon to, 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 to manhandle it. So that was possum. And then I got, I got my two Salukis, Prim and Wisty, um, and uh, of unknown lineage. You know, I, I got a rough idea. Uh, but, yeah, you know, they're pretty. I like them. They're fun. Uh, they're so cute. Uh, but they're tiny. <laughs> oh, my gosh, they're tiny, you know. Um, I feel like Strider would be about their size if he was a female, though, because he's only you forty-two think so? pounds. You? Yeah, he's only he's See forty-three you? pounds. Yeah. Okay. Really? So, Strider's forty-three. He's only forty-three. Comet's sixty-one, but Strider's only forty-three pounds, dude. That little golden huh? one, the yellow okay. one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, well, yeah, that, that them, you know, and uh, they're fun, you know, and like what I'm learning is typical for Salukis, you know, the top end speed's a little low, but the endurance is forever the heat tolerance is forever and the little girls have have some good mouths they, they are not afraid to take diving leaps and and put teeth on something and they pass their they, job <laughs> yeah um back back early on when they were you know i was running them on you know some areas where i knew some cottontails would be and they had nowhere to go you know and uh but they'd pick it up and 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 run with it, and then by the time I got them to come to me with it, you know, like they they didn't shake it, they didn't chew on it, they just grabbed it and brought it to me. It was dead, you know. So they they got a hard mouth for for what they are. I mean, not for what they are, but I'm learning that that is typical. I was like, wow, man, they really bite hard, Seth. Is that is this like uh, some of my other dogs have had to work up to it, you know, like some of my <laughs> yeah, no. some of my hot blood blood or some of my other crosses or something like that they had to work up to it you know but they, they just started off with a really hard mouth i thought that was unique you know comet is my dis my mutilator in chief that's what i call him is From that right the day he started catching i mean one the first rabbit he ever saw get caught out on the wild prairie uh was at the very large array with paul domsky they caught mm. the ra- pronto caught the rabbit in like five seconds quite literally um, just got up in front of him and he just destroyed it, overpowered it. Comet took the rabbit from Pronto, and by the time I got over there, and we were in a buggy, mind you, by the time I got over there, it was a spinal cord and a foot. And that is, <laughs> I have a picture of him like proudly walking around with his spine and foot, and he carried that thing until we jumped another rabbit. And he dropped the spine and took off with the, the took off after that rabbit too. 
So um, I was just like every- rabbit's foot, man, dude. <laughs> I hate him for that though, because I with my two greyhounds, I used to get these beautiful rabbits. It looks like they were sleeping, and and they would bring them right to me, and they'd set them down right at my feet, and it just looked like a sleeping rabbit. Perfect. Now when I catch a rabbit, it's uh, they immediately start mutilating and eating him, and I get like an ear if I'm lucky, right. if I can find it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bastard comet. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, Strider just lays on top of him and guards him. He won't let anyone have him until he's ready. Then he'll pick it up, and sometimes he'll carry it halfway back. But with Comet now, I never get him back, and I hate him for it. Anyway, I tangent, I'm back. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. <clears throat> Saluki's but, are great at catching. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, you know, I got them. And then and then my fast dog, my speed my speed demon, Daryl. Daryl, the <sighs> yes. 5'8 top blood uh, super fast dog from Bohannon is where he came yeah. from. And Possum came from Greg Ray- Rayborn, a-, a falconer, that put those together. Um, and the Salukis, like I said, who knows? And then uh, Daryl. Daryl came from Bohannon, you know? So, like you said, he's uh, not distantly? Like, what do you, what do you no, he's like? He's Pronto's nephew. Nephew or something like that? He's yeah, Pronto's nephew. nephew. There we go. Yep. Okay. Yep, Pronto and Calypso's nephew. Every time I say he's Pronto's nephew, my wife goes, and Calypso's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> not to forget. She's, she just yelled. I just heard her in the other room. She's like, don't forget Calypso. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and, and I'm a guys, look, everybody knows when I talk about dogs, I'm going to, I talk about what I love. When Chad got Daryl out of that truck, I was like Pepe Le Pew, the heart boom, 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 like busting mm-hmm. out of my chest. That dog is so good looking. It's crazy. I I love my Salukis, but guys, I also love speed. And uh, hmm. he is a He handsome... looks like he's going 15 miles an hour just standing there drinking out of the water bucket. Oh, you know, like, it's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw that back, and it just looked like two, like, shotgun barrels rolling over his back. His, mm-hmm. like, back muscles are so strong. I was just like, dude, and petting him is like petting wood, just like a mm-hmm. speed dog should be, you know? Mm-hmm. And me and Justin, I told Justin, I was like, I had a tear run out my eye, man. I, was, I told Justin, I was like, Justin, wait till you see this speed just that Chad brought. And he was like, can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> like we were gonna go out and watch Daryl just blow up on one. So it was, yeah. First day we brought your sighthounds, and I was like, let's let Chad's pack out on a hair. Let's let's do it. I can't wait. So first race, break it down. Well, from we your were- perspective. Yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, exercise them for just a little bit, hunted around, you know, and then boxed them up in the buggy and went going, looking, got one up, dumped him, and uh, possum, of course, coyote dog, he's real good at looking out, you know, so he's oh, yeah. first out of the box, and the Salukis, one of them likes to look out real bad, you know, so they were on it, and Daryl came out of the box, because he's never been hunted out of a buggy, yep. Um, yep. and, and possum, hey, like, he had his, his head out, he did great, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the end of it, he was he was fantastic, you know. Yep. Um, but but came out, and I don't think he knew what they were doing when they came out. I don't think he saw it, you know. Um, and they all started pursuing the rabbit, you know. And the Salukis actually overtook Possum right off the bat after like the first turn. And in the video, you know, and like what we saw there uh, after that first turn. They started lining out. The Salukis are going fast. Possum's like right there with him. And Daryl's like, yay, what are we doing? You know, like maybe even <laughs> sho- shoulder bumped Possum a few times. And then you you saw it. There's no mistaking it. He's like 
there's a rabbit and like yeah like flipped it into gear and it was hilarious it was like each stride he like closed at five to ten feet on the Dude. other dogs he just, it, just like, was, he went blowing past possum and like blew his tail up over his back i think he like slapped him in the back of the head you know oh. and uh overtook the the salukis and they got another quick turn you know and then started catching back up to him at that point and boom down the hole so they like oh, he, know. you know the salukis were right there with them but then the ones daryl came in they it, I think put too much pressure on him. He went right down a hole, you know? So I think we got, what was it, like three turns out of him really quick and then down was, the hole? It was just the first one, and then I think I think only two because the first two? one is okay. when the Salukis turned him, kind of bended yeah. him more than turned him. Yeah. They mm. bended him to the right, and then uh, then Daryl just like blew up on him. And that's what made my heart so happy is because that kind of threw me, that teleported me back in time five years to when Pronto and Clipso were pups. And that was exactly what they did, son. They would come out that box and they would be sniffing that rabbit's butt in like mm. 10 seconds, just like Daryl. And like you said, Justin was like, it looked like Ch- Chad had a pack of German Shepherds out there when Daryl saw that rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they look good when he's not around. You know, they but, look really good oh. when he's not out there. If you put him out in the field, he kind of makes everybody look, you know, a little he's slow. He's bred for that. He's bred for that. And everyone, <laughs> Chad has the secret team right now. Chad has the team for success. He's got Salukis and great speed. And when you combine the two, that is your absolute recipe for, in my opinion, destroying hairs. If you have two speed, one Saluki, that's the best, in my opinion. Or even better, two speed, two Salukis. Oof. Yeah. But uh, that's what I had in 2020, uh, 2022. And uh, poor rabbits. But anyway, so, right. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so I knew Chad was going to uh, – it really bummed me out when, they, when it went in that hole because it was just when Daryl was starting to do his thing, do his thing. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and a good time for the rabbit to do it. I mean, I, if I was a rabbit, I would have done the same damn thing to be honest, you yeah. know, but, um, but yeah, I, uh, that was, that. He, he just got time to like flick his nitrous switch there, you know, and really start pouring on the speed and it, it bellied out on him that went down the hole. So that was that. And then first one in, of the season, by the way, that's the yeah. annoying thing. Yeah. Oh, what's it? That was the first hole of the season. That was the first hole of the season. Of course. It's when you're there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coward yeah. rabbit. <laughs> well, that was that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Rascal. Um, and then, you know, packed him up, you know, and then went out looking for another one and, and actually got into another one pretty quick, you know, which, which is awesome. <laughs> uncommon for the rest of the, I think the next rabbit took like three hours, I think, to find, you know, two and a like, half to find. Yeah. yeah horrible. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one, that one was really cool too. I really enjoyed it. Now, you know, it's almost like Daryl had spent his juice a little bit there, you know, and I still did great. I'm still happy with the way he did, but I, yeah, he did you awesome. can tell it didn't, he wasn't quite sizzling like he was the first one, you know? After 30 seconds, um, he was hammered. I mean, he's speed. That's the only downside to speed like that is that they really only got one great race in them a day, and then they're they're pretty much done. And when he blasted up on that rabbit, that kind of zapped his initial. But he was a beast for the first 30 seconds. He was kind of struggling to get his footing a little bit. He kept kind of stumbling yeah, in holes. He kept, he kept yep. well, I mean, he gets yep. these run-ups where I am, and then it's all these quick turns. You know what I'm saying? So he's not at his top speed because he's turning all the time weaving in and out of sage jumping over the set you know what i'm saying even if he's in a straight line he's like running hurdles you know what i'm saying so he made it i I always hate it when people give miles per hour but let's say he's running 40 percent of his top speed but it's while doing 
collar high hurdles, you know, yeah, after yeah, a jackrabbit. Yeah, yeah, and, yep. and that kind of what he's used to. So he's not at – he doesn't spend a straight minute or two and a half minutes, what it ended up being, at his top speed. So yep. he's a little unfamiliar with that. He, he'll briefly tap it, you know, for like 10 seconds, 15 seconds, but then he has to slow back down to get through all the stage. So I think that's what it was, is he was just eating up the ground so fast – and then, you know, hitting some of those, um, what are they? It's not where the the big holes, but like that softer ground. The kangaroo you know? rat mounds. Yep. There you go. You know, yep. they kind of collapse. And mm-hmm, I think he just, mm-hmm. he doesn't know what those are. So he kind of ran right over top of them, you know. Yeah. And, yep. Yep. and then, you know, turning at his top speed. Again, it was just, it was a new experience for him. Yeah, well, um, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'll brag on him all night. So I got to be easy. Yeah. But uh, he dominated that race, dude. He took he the did. lead he and he never let it go. The rascal. He yeah. out, and Prim was doing great. Wistie was way the heck back there. I'm hoping she was just coming into heat, and that's what that was. But we'll see. The evaluation <laughs> will continue. Uh, but I like Prim. Possum did yep. exactly what Possum does. Early heat, you know, keep good yep. eye, get everybody started right, and then exactly he kind of did. <laughs> fades into the audience a little bit. <laughs> um, but he's old. He's old, and he's, you know, he's, he's yeah, paid no, his dues. He, he gets did to exactly retire, what he was supposed yeah. to do, which is exactly what you yeah. said. Come on, everybody. The rabbit's right here. Yeah. 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 See yep. it? All right, kids. Have a good time. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but you know, my, my Saluki that was, you know, applying herself, working hard. Prim was working hard. With Prim. Yeah. But at the end, when they outran it, Daryl was still ahead of my Saluki. You know? like Quite a and, ways. And, yeah. and like I said, let, re, uh, so that I don't like paint a bad picture about myself or the way I, you know, work my dogs. We go off a horseback and it is pretty standard to put in like 15 miles off a horseback. And we don't get the long races, but we see multiples. I have okay jackrabbit numbers and we'll see them and put in races. So they have the aerobic stamina, you know, they, they have endurance because of, you know, how long it put in, you know, like 15, 20 miles on the horses, like once a week, you know, and then those mega sprints are, yeah. Yeah. And then short foot hunts, you know, like an hour foot hunt, like every other day. And, you know, I mean, so they get worked a lot, but like, you know, that, that wide open full stride, you know, after that, after that, yeah, that he was still ahead when they finally petered out. And so I'm, yeah, I don't know if I should be like incredibly happy with my speed dog or like that's it. Very disappointed with my endurance dogs. I'm gonna know, give but... you a I'm gonna give you an honest breakdown here on HXP. You guys, these videos are on the HXP TV, so go check them out. Um, yeah, I think Prim did really good. She got in where she needed to be, and she didn't lose ground on Daryl, and she didn't gain ground on Daryl. Mm. And that hair was unlike any hair your dogs have ever seen. And I don't mean that in a like, oh, my rabbits are so badass. It was just a totally new experience yeah, for them. Different. They had just put one in a hole. And um, that chase was a mile and a half of nonstop running, which I think is what's kind of new for your crew. And, and I was going to ask you, what did you think of the buggy hunting? Oh, the buggy hunting was great. It was really cool. Physically, I, I, I can't do it out here. Yeah, you can't. You know, like the, yeah. the, 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 you know, the public land, we, you know, we can't get away with it. You know, And then the private land... It's either cows, which then, okay, they aren't out there by me, or it's crop field, and again, they aren't out there by me, or it's sage, and people want it for their deer, and you better not be driving around in your buggy out there because it's somebody's yeah. groomed, you know, 
whatever hunting area. You know, so like I, I just I can't get away with it. You know, yeah. And um, we're lucky we can. Um, Chavez Ranch, thank you so much. You guys are the bomb. Yeah, it's so cool. Like <laughs> you got you know, like you're allowed to do what everybody dreams of doing, which is awesome. Congrats, yeah. and I can't wait to come down there and do it again. But yeah, really <clears throat> we fun. can't have that. No, my rabbits are. It's it's trickier. You know, like I said, they 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 can't run at their top speed in the sage. You know, like I was talking about, like Daryl and Possum, like doing hurdles, you know, at like 40% of their top speed and then turns and then ring around the, the juniper and then back out, you know, and like even the jackrabbits can't run at their top speed out there. So there's a lot of trickery and leading and predicting where they're going to go and then taking advantage when we do have the, the you know, the, yeah. the, you know uh 30 open acre spots. opening clearings yep. and yep. stuff like that yep. that they take advantage of and that's that's how mine goes so like it's it's technical but like i said it's not it's not the it still blows my mind they 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 try and make you unsighted whereas mine make you unsighted in the bushes those make you unsighted by running as fast as they possibly can and it's <laughs> yeah. you know in a direction you know and if you don't i was gonna ask them, you what you thought the biggest differences were between your hunting and mine and you kind of already touched on that but uh Everyone thinks because I hunt in the wide open, they're like, oh, my, my dogs that hunt in the bushes will absolutely massacre out there because, like, where's the rabbit going to hide? And my dogs are super conditioned. And I'm like, all right. So you kind of got a taste of what I'm talking about where it was like, that was almost two miles of coursing. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, that rabbit was fading away in the distance. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like I said, I wished we had had that rabbit first. You yeah, know, no, me like, too. Oh, me too. Like when my... When my speed dog was clean, you know, right out of the holster. Yep. But, eh, you know, whatever. I still enjoyed it. I still really enjoyed it. I mean, they would turn and turn and turn and turn and turn, you know, and then it lined out at that last little bit and, like, you know, had the pedal all the way down, you know. way faster than people think. They are so fast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. and there's there's, there's no trickery. There's, like, I'm going to drop every, every, I'm going to throttle it all the way, you know, and just ran as fast as he could as soon as he got up, you know. Yep. And yeah, so yeah. that was, that was different. That was different. We, uh, we, we definitely, that was a two Oh six race. That was really fun. Uh, I got, we got the video of that. Then we decided I'll, I'll keep my side brief. Everyone knows about my dumb dogs, but, uh, I, I was really excited to show Chad, my dogs. And I will say, and, and this is no excuses guys. I get outrun all times of the year, but this was the hardest time to catch a rabbit. January rabbits are hard as a rock son. And me and Gage have been hunting this ranch all or uh, me and, uh, yeah. Me and um, Justin have Justin. been hunting this ranch all winter. So the weaker rabbits, we killed them in November. They're dead. Mm-hmm. All right. These are all just the badasses left. And so me and me and Justin were like, all right, we're going to go hunt over here. I know we're this. We hunted away from this spot because we keep jumping this one rabbit called the Beast from the East. He's outrun us three times this season. I know we brought him up when we were hunting. And I was like, we spent hours looking for rabbit. Me and Justin were like, all right, fine. We'll go jump the beast. We know where he is. We'll just hunt that area. Well, we jumped him. <laughs> and uh, my my four dogs, I, I had a Comet, Strider, Calypso, and Justin's superstar, Cheeto. And I got stomped, you guys. I got stomped by that <laughs> rabbit. I uh, I brought my artillery. It was nice that you do that, Seth, so I didn't feel bad about getting out ran. You know, like you, you pulled all your dogs to the side and were like, hey, Chad got his butt kicked, so I want you guys to run a little slower and yeah, let this one yeah, get away. Totally. So Chad doesn't have to cry in his pillow later tonight. Totally. You know, yeah. Except we all cried in our pillows. Oh, thank I was you, thank you for that. Seth, you know, <laughs> telling your dogs to slow up. You know, I saw you sticking sand spurs in their paws before the race. You know, to 
slow him down for me, and I just want to say I appreciate that. Chad, you were so, you kept cracking me up. You kept being like, well, what about you know what about cactuses? I was like, well, there is no cactuses out there. And you were like, well, what yeah. about this? What about that? I was like, well, none of that's out here, dude. This is paradise. Yeah. No sand spurs, <laughs> no choya, no prickly pear, nothing. No rocks, no like nothing. The only thing was those kangaroo rat cavities. Yeah, which, you know. And once the dogs know it, they they just step light over it or pick up over it or like them. just bend to the they edge of it, them. you know, but like yeah. they're, they're a non-factor once they know what they're looking for. And they're soft. And there's, there's they're nothing. not a hard hole. Yeah. They just, By they just far. Yeah. Like my belt buckle was the tallest thing out there. <laughs> yes, like, yes. Yeah. And the next tallest thing was a mile away. And that was, <laughs> you know, like maybe my like ankle sock. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was so, that was incredible, you know. Yeah, we just sit out. down there in those forms, you know. Like you, you see that. Like I saw that on Lubbock before, where they dig the little forms and they're yep. laying down. They look like a like a flounder, you know. All that's peeking up yes. is like their eyeballs, you know. Yep. And you know it. That hasn't got old, and I hope it never does. You know, where like you you looked at that patch of ground, and you're like, ah, one's gonna be there, you know. And you get a little closer. Nope, it's not there. And you look somewhere else, and then one gets up. Right where you were looking. You were looking yep. right at that rascal. That's know? what happened. We drove through that and, Tobosa earlier in the day. Yeah. And I was like, let's yeah. drive through the other side of that Tobosa. We drove like 20 feet by that rabbit earlier in the day. And we got him up. <laughs> He's always in that area. Anyway, I got outrun, guys. I think my dog Comet put up an awesome showing. Uh, if everyone saw that um, reel I posted of, a, of Comet running at 350 or uh, 340 to 402 in the race, um, Comet was about me. Eh, 40 yards ahead of the rest of the dogs by the end of that and um i like comet and i'll leave it there i mean you you just you you can talk about i can't judge my own dogs but i i really have enjoyed comet you know he's my favorite you know like you say calypso's getting a little older and she did put some early heat on him you know um and you know and strider paced him you know and paced and paced and paced and he was there you know but my you know any of those are good dogs but i i like i like comet um the head high but still you know working his head but without throwing it like a, you know yeah. like the hot bloods he kept eyes on it the whole time just paced it got in close and he didn't he's got great speed for a salute yeah for for what he is for salute hell yeah man you know and then bent him like twice right i yeah. mean like there at the end was still bending him if it wasn't like a 90 degree turn but like still bent and and then gained up on him again and caused him to to bend back the other way you know yeah, and, three and then he was just neck and neck with it <laughs> forever yeah forever i was like he's gonna run this thing to death it's gonna that's how he does start seizing up and and breaking down and and then it got onto that two track and uh kicked dust in her face you know yeah. the little that's rascal. what they do so, that's what they do <laughs> yeah yeah, that was at um yeah, so it uh, that was a that course ended up being 4:10, which is so mm. long. That's so long. Mm. We did 2 2 miles in that chase. That's it went by fast. So, anyway, we had a great time hair coursing, guys. Uh we moved on. We hunted Chad's bird dogs. That was a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. man. Well, I'm, just one. We just hunted Dandy, you know, oh, just the one right. Llewellyn only, said it. Yeah. Yep. We brought we brought Haggis as a multi-purpose, but basically he was a mega terrier. And we're going to finish. We finished on the coon hunting, you guys. And uh, we, I would, I can't wait to get there because that was really exciting. Yeah. I, yeah, I hunted uh, quail with Michael Sula and his Springer Spaniel Millie behind my house, and we had a great time, great success. First time ever seeing a real bird dog do it. Uh, it was very fun. And I was like, Chad, let's go back out there behind my place again and let's try to find him. Uh, we found some, but it wasn't as good as me and Michael's experience. So uh, it was and fun that's to what see I was like, oh, Man, I swear. 
I swear, he's a young dog. He's young. He's not finished by any measure. He's, you know, he's an old puppy, you know, is what he is. So, but I was trying to tell you, I was like, bro, if they were here, he would be getting them up. Like, his problem is he may bump them or he may get too close or, you know, he may only hold for a little while. And we're trying to clean all that up, you know, like those are our problems. But he has a cannon for a nose. He'd find them and we just, you know, didn't quite get into him for a while, you know, and then, and then, and then did later. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I'm not there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 I I love watching him set though. That was awesome. That was super Mm -hmm. fun. Every time you guys, every time he pointed or set or whatever you want to call it, every time he did that, my heart would just. I was like, yes. You know, like, and then yeah, and then Chad would like creep up, and Chad was working. You guys, that was the thing. Like when we were hair coursing, that was my realm. And so I was like, although I'm pretty like, whatever, like, I, you know, I just like to have fun. And, but Chad was like, we're working. And he was super badass, serious. He was just like creeping up all serious, kick the bush way with his shotgun. I'm just like, <laughs> like walking along behind you. I was just like, I, I'm not the best wing shooter. I'm not terrible, but I'm not that good. I'm going to mm. come up to you and we're going to really test out what I got. But. I was happy to just let you shoot. <laughs> I was just gonna watch Dandy. That was the fun part. I just wanted to put feathers in his mouth. Is what I was after, you know. Um, we found a decent up, spot, it, and you were yeah. like, "I'm gonna come back here in the evening." And when I was, what was I doing? Oh, I was having a meeting. I had to go to a mm-hmm. meeting. My dad's birthday. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. an important, it, important, very meeting. interesting meeting. <laughs> yeah. <A> first meeting. <laughs> you got one. You got a quail. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we we got our we got our point. You know, and that, yeah, you said earlier, setters set and pointers point. But at this point, you know, pointers have kind of taken over the bird dog world. So at this point, there I go saying it again. At this time, it's the accepted term. (laughs) So even if they they do set, which is like the the dog will get lower and lay out with his tail not right up in the air. You know, he'll he'll drag his his under bits in the dirt, you know, like when he was cool. Finally coming to a set and like, here it is, you know. But even, you know, like I said, his breeder would call it, you know, the point. We got to a, we finally got a point, you know, like, it's just the accepted term. But yeah, gotcha. got that, got feathers in his mouth, got the retrieve, that all, that all went good. So it wasn't a, wasn't a total wash for that. Um, um, and then, what was it? Did we, did we do Coons in that day? Or was we that coursed was it? again. We, we coursed again. Okay. We went out yep. coursing. We had uh, so Daryl next- slip. Yep. Took my drone mm-hmm. out. Eh. It was a rough morning. We walked a long time. By the time we got one, it was hot. Dogs were hot. It was lame. It was super lame. Yeah. Like I knew. We, I told everyone. I was like, "We're not catching anything." We got two black right. speed dogs that are like panting already, and yeah. this hair just went up over a rise and unsighted them like instantly. I was like, "Chad <laughs> drove all this time to get unsighted again." <laughs> Boo! Like, I was all hurt. Yeah. And so, yeah. but. Yeah, yeah I feel just, like if we had caught one, you know, got one up sooner, it'd be fine. But, you know, we, we walked for a long time, you know. The drone is cool, but just, uh, the buggy is, is so much more fun. The buggy is yeah. so much better. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. First of all, you don't have to walk. Secondly, I got all my water, all my food. It's just better. <laughs> it's just better. We yeah. can't hunt the buggies there, though. That's public land, so we have to walk. And the yeah. drone has been good. So, anyway, yeah. And then we hunted bird dogs with Dandy again. I took him to a spot that looked like quail paradise, but... He kept he kept slamming and sniffing and and moving, but we just couldn't get one found. And I everyone didn't goes there. Flush him, didn't flush him either. Didn't you know? Never never put one up. You know. But yeah. I wanted what to it is, um, you know. I wanted What's to that? take you to. Uh, I wanted to take you out to my work 
we couldn't shoot, but I wanted to take you out to work. But you guys, we were just like hunting so hard that we were kind of tired. And so it was like an extra 45 minute drive to get out to where my work is, where I know there's quail. We can't shoot, which is like also kind of lame. We're just like, let's just stay to the public land and actually try to shoot one because that's good for dandy. So here's this awesome steak. Sniff it, but you can't eat it. I know. know. You could could waft the odor in your face, but you're not allowed to eat the the steak. (laughs) I I really loved watching him point. I guess I'll say, yeah, point. That was so cool. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought him. How many times do you hound doggers catch yourself thinking about an awesome hunt you had or retelling this great story with family and friends around the dinner table and all you have to remember that moment is some terrible cell phone picture or worse, no picture at all? Well, Houndsman XP has partnered with Rough Cut Company to help solve your problem and make beautiful pieces of art to remember for all time your experiences in the field. Rough Cut Company is an American-owned and American-made business in Wisconsin that specializes in custom, unique photo engravings on hardwood that are framed to any picture you want. They also do customizable antler dog chews and even beautiful, unique antler rings from their own red deer in Wisconsin. Rough Cut Company can do pretty much anything you ask Their customer service is second to none. Give them a look at roughcutcompany.com. And when you check out, make sure you check out with HXP 10% off to get a discount on your final purchase. Check them out, you guys, and support people that support Houndsmen and help keep us in the field and remembering those times forever. I'm going to be real. Obviously, I thought Daryl was the prettiest dog you brought. I I love Daryl. I would have taken him in a heartbeat. Now to turn him into a good speed dog with my pack. But truth be told, man, my favorite dog you brought is Haggis, dude. Oh, he is yeah. awesome. <laughs> For real, it's, though. He's yeah, just I, he's cool. my favorite dog. Like I said, I even that's what I tell everybody. I was like, I got a bunch of dogs, and and then. You know, Haggis is my best friend, and then we, me and Haggis, decide what dog we're gonna go hunt that day. You know, like me, me and Haggis, are like so. You know, yep, yep, yep. You know, I got my coffee. Haggis got his bowl of water. You know, like all right, dude, what are we gonna do, man? We want to take Dandy out. Maybe we'll go catch a a chucker, or do you want to go get the treehound? See if we can find a lion. And he's like, well, Chad, I haven't seen a coon in a long time, man. Why don't we go get the terriers? <laughs> You know, he's, exactly. he's my best buddy, man. So we Dude, just, he is the bomb. And it's so evident that you guys had a bond and it doesn't matter. Look, everyone's like, Oh, draw people, draw people. I don't care what, if he was a poodle, the bond you mm-hmm. had with him, that's what made it so cool to watch that dog freaking loves you, dude. When I was out there hunting with him, we were, we were like coonpocalypse. We were out there. Um, you went off to go scout some terrain and he was mm-hmm. in there hunting with Missy. He came out of the bushes he was looking for you, saw me, ran up to me, was like, you're not, you're way too pretty to be Chad. And, he, <laughs> <laughs> and then he just like started running down the river looking for you. And when he finally saw you, his like butt started wiggling and he just took off running. I was like, that is so cute. Cause I'm so used to sight hounds. They don't give a crap about you. You know what I mean? Like my greyhounds are just like, eh, one ape after another it doesn't yeah, matter human <laughs> i i have a human let's find the rabbit human yeah yeah exactly exactly so now he was the bomb the way he the way <clears throat> first of all everyone i don't think it comes any surprise that chad's dogs are well trained um but he was on a whole nother level i thought 
the communication ability between you two was really strong. And it was really cool that just like he's he hunts so so hard. Like he is mm-hmm. he is just a badass dog. I really like him. I haven't been that impressed with a dog in a long time. I'm gonna mean that. Obviously I like Daryl Speed, but he's pretty one dimensional. And mm-hmm. uh Haggis is so complex. That's what I really liked yeah. about him. For a seventy pound yeah. dog to hunt in the same yes. bushes like the terrier had to belly down. You know, like and he just saw like, Misty go over there and she drops down to her belly and crawls in the bushes and he's like, Let me smash through this with my face real quick. You know? <laughs> and he just, exactly. He's like breaking bamboo or whatever that what is that, Seth? You it's know what those things are. Cattails. Okay. Yep. Okay, but then some of them were like <clears throat> the thickness of like a, a baseball bat handle, you yeah, know, like canes. it was like a Louisville slugger, you know? Yep. And uh but you just hear him going through that like like if I were to like drive a side by side through it, you know you know. I would have that, loved yeah, I, I would have loved if we caught a hare. And obviously duh I love chasing a hare. But mm-hmm. I like the coon hunting the most, man. That was Is so that right? fun. Yeah, it was I did. I mean if I had never hair course before, obviously I would have been like that was the bomb because it's like super high action and stuff. But I loved the coon hunting because it was new, newish, mm-hmm. pretty new. I'd done it with you before, um, mm-hmm. but like, it was cool that we were near my house. We found some great places, you guys. These islands of cattails and like bamboo, and mm-hmm. we saw coon tracks everywhere. Dude, there were so many ducks everywhere. So like, yeah. I knew yep. we're in the Rio Grande, by the way, everybody. Just to give this a preface, and the Rio Grande's drained. It's only like four percent of its capacity, so it's like a creek right now, or these like isolated ephemeral ponds and uh puddles yeah and that's where the millions of ducks are and the coons and so we would just drive down the sandy wash that is the rio grande this time of year we call it the rio sand and we just like drive down that riverbed until we see a spot where there's water and coon tracks and we're like all right misty haggis go check it out get it yeah and it was so fun to just like watch them work it there's so much life obviously near the river and uh man we saw quail we saw it. We bolted a rabbit and, and shot it with a shotgun, and dude, Haggis went and picked it up. That was cool. What's funny is he was in the bushes, though. He's in there hunting, <laughs> and I think uh, so whoever flushed it, you know, uh, but just bumped it and it came out. We shot it, and he's like, he's like, came out of there like a flying sack of potatoes. Like, somebody yeah. shot something. He's yeah. like, something's <laughs> dead. <laughs> you were like, bring, bring, and he like ran over there and picked it up. That was super cool. Guys, we got all this on video, so stay tuned. Um, but it was super fun. That was the best. And I love, dude, I'm saying it right now. If I get into any other dog sport, it's going to be yags. They are awesome. You do anything. They are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's 10 minutes from my house, 15 minutes from my house. And I have 38 miles of reeds to hunt, you know? And so it's just an unending coon apocalypse all down that riverbed. I can't wait. I want to do it. If I get more time, that's what I'm doing. I think you should, man. And when you stomp one out, that's the cool part. They'll repopulate. They'll move back oh, down yeah. in. You know, they they just, I mean, like I have coons come, come up. Like they don't belong where I live now. You know, now that I've, you know, where I'm living now, I just, I don't get coons there. But they'll mess up <laughs> and follow one of the irrigation ditches up. And they're like, where the hell am I? You know, like it just kind of <laughs> trying to exist and. We'll find those out doing whatever, but it's it's a rare thing, you know. But if they will migrate up my waterways to a place they don't oh. even belong, like they're going to be I'm all over the place there for years. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, miles. 38 miles of pecan orchards. We were only like, we were like 400 yards away from a big ass pecan orchard. Like, they're everywhere. I couldn't, and what's so hunted five miles, we couldn't get them all, you know? And what's so fun about hunting with the terriers, I like that they give voice. They open up on track. They aren't opening up like a coon hound or, or you know, big game hound or any kind of hound hound. But uh, I, in my, it's my personal belief that, you know, They'll bark out of excitement to, you know, to, to market, you know, but after that, they, you know, some of the, the draw, the, the yags that bark give the most voice. I almost feel like they're voicing out of like frustration more than like, I'm pursuing this trail. I'm pursuing this trail. It's like a frustration response, you know, like anticipation of catching and frustrated that they don't have it yet. And it's, it's a definitely a different reason to bark. You know, um, now and then even when my dogs will move a track, they'll bark on it. And that still is different from when they get like a sight flush, you mm. know, like they'll bark as they're working the track. And then when you, you can you can tell, OK, they're working it. They're working it. Da, 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 da. OK, they saw it. You, know? like you, can, <laughs> you can tell like, you know, so you can read a track. I'm going to air quotes, big air quotes here, similar to a hound, but it's totally different. You know, hearing hounds work, it's beautiful. Hearing the the sound, the terriers work, it, it's like banshees. <laughs> your aggressive, you know, barely liked neighbor's kid banging pots and pots and pans together, like yeah. combined with like a belt that's starting to slip, you know, and maybe like <laughs> a fax machine going off, you know, like that's what terriers sound like on a magical, track, but magical. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely magical, but. They didn't. They, they didn't get into a track. They were hunting their butts off, but didn't get into a track. Didn't get into a track, and then it was like you say, it, uh, the ninth hour. There, we're like, all right, well, we can go check another area. Or we can go home. We kind of got to get ready for the next thing. What are we gonna do? And you know, <laughs> and this one made this so funny. You guys, like, first of all, before we, I, I get so excited doing new stuff, and you guys know, I, I can just. Um, geek out about the the dogs themselves the breeding but what i love about terriers you guys is missy is 12 okay she is 12 years old and she is freaking fearless like that is what i love about those little guys they are little monsters and i just Mm. love that she could just glide through that reeds and just run run up on something and dude what made me laugh man the way you can handle a terrier like it just made my jaw drop. You would just pick up Missy and just fling her into the bushes, and she'd just by her hit tail. the ground. Yeah, by her tail, <laughs> by her scruff, whatever. You're yeah. like, oh, she can't cross here. Whoosh! Like throw her across. Boom! She hits the ground. Hunts. Takes off. Yeah. Like, imagine if you picked yeah. up a saluki by its scruff and tried to toss it into some bushes. You like, better not let go because you're not going to get it again. You you're know, never <laughs> touching him again. Like, yeah. And so, anyway, yeah, Chad's like, oh, yeah, this tail's robust. He just, like, picked her up by her tail, and she's just, like, hanging there just doing nothing, set her down, and she's just, like, and just, like, takes off into the bushes again. So they're a lot of fun. I get it. The yags are very fun. And so, yeah, me and Chad were standing there. We Chad had to get going. He had needed to ride, and we were like, no, we got to find one. We got to find one. So we were just kind of standing there. I was very tired. We were just kind of yawning, standing there, and I was like, hey, man, should we go? This is like a movie, you guys. I was like, should we go? I looked at Chad, and I was like, are we done? And right when I said D of done, the bushes explode into action. And and me and Chad look at each other, and we're just like, 
they got one. We just, like, we just like barrel across the river and like get into the bushes. Oh, you guys. Well, we had to strip down to bare feet, you know, because it was like up to our knees across the thing. So like jumped out of shoes, you know, pulled the britches up, ran across the water, went back in those canes that ate us alive. You know, oh, like those yeah. things were, those, yeah. they, they, they're not nice. You know? I got iron feet and they were slashing me up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was crazy because I just ran in there barefoot and it was slashing me up. Mm-hmm. And she caught it in its bed. That's you know I she know. just winded <laughs> it and caught it. like it would. They were you know so Missy. I believe I believe Missy found it. I I still don't know because neither one of them will bark as long as it's you know if it's on a track they'll bark. But if they're just winding it, you know they may mark, but maybe not. You know most of the time if they're close, they're just gonna pounce on it. You know yeah. But don't bark. It might get away. Christ, just catch it. You know like yeah yeah and, yeah. That's all we heard. We didn't hear any ipe ipes at all. We nothing. just started hearing Not the coon like roar of the coon. Yeah. You know, nothing. It mm-hmm. was just like whoosh action. You know, what I, yep. mean? I was like, dang. And when we crawled in there and looked, by that time, Haggis had got in there and finished the coon off quickly. Um, and mm-hmm. guys, this will be on the Patreon page. It can't be for YouTube, obviously. Um, but we got in there, and I remember me and Chad are like crawling through these canes to get into the the, the battle zone. And when we finally crawled in there, of course, it's just Haggis's anus, like right in my face. Now, <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to film the action. He just balls and butthole kept getting in my way. But all I saw was Haggis like thrashing its midsection and Missy just right on the throat. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. A twelve-year-old dog. She's wearing a coon as a hat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and Haggis is just like, boosh, boosh. And I was just like, man. This is awesome. And I could see the coon's bed, like, right there. And I like yeah, to imagine that Missy was just, right like, <laughs> Missy was just cruising through the weed, reeds, and all of a sudden she's just like, hey. Like, yeah. like, Wait a minute. Got you. <laughs> Jumped on him and the battle's on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That coon was like, I wonder. He's, like, dreaming. Is my 401k, is it maturing? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, so, anyway, <clears throat> that, was, that was the highlight of my trip. That was fun. Or, oh, well, that's not true. Well, the highlight of my trip was getting to see your dogs really stretch out on one. That yeah. was awesome. But well, that the, was one of the funny second. parts, though, about that was like trying to get the coon out. Oh, of the whole, yeah. it was so, How did I forget? So, so far back in there, and, and Missy will retrieve. Don't get me wrong. Missy will retrieve. She'll retrieve the hand. She'll do all that. But like once she's like in coon mode, it, you kind of lose a lot of that, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I can get her to leave it and recall. I can get her to go back and attack. I can I can get her to do a lot of these things, but like, you know, with another dog there, pick it up and retrieve it to me. Eh, you know, that's she's twelve. She's been out of my hands for a while, and and with my good buddy Troy Larimore that, that has been hunting the heck out of him too. So good job on him, you know. But like, I, I just I don't quite have that handle on her. And like I said before, even before when she's in coon mode, she she kind of, you know. It's it's hmm. it's different. So, but Haggis retrieves just fine. So, we're we're like Haggis, bring Haggis, bring. And he's like right. picking up the coon in his mouth and trying to carry it to us while Missy's like, "It's alive again." She's shaking yeah. it with everything she's got. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, Haggis brought me because I was a little farther in than Chad. Haggis mm-hmm. brought me the coon and Missy in the same. He fetched two small animals at once. <laughs> and I pulled the coon out with Missy just still latched on to its neck. And when I picked up the coon, she was just hanging by the coon. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, these dogs are awesome. 
And the second Chad made her let go, she just took off into the reeds again to find another one. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, they're like Tasmanian devils. They yeah. are so badass. Anyway, so that was super fun. And like I said, there is no question if I'm getting into any other kind of dog hunting, I'm getting a set of those little psychos, and we are going to catch a lot of stuff. It's going to be very fun. It's a whole lot of fun to go fishing with them. I've told you about that, right? Where you go yeah, yeah. coon fishing with the terriers, you know? Or you like tie a long leash to their collar and I like half hitch it around their waist or I I have secured it with, well, duct tape, I guess. There's no pretty way to say it. I've, I've, I've duct taped <laughs> the leash to their side after it's been clipped to the collar. But you let them go up in a crawl space that you don't have access to. And again, like Missy doesn't bark, but when you start hearing the, uh, well, she doesn't the bark engagement. at it when she sees it. But when you hear the the coon start telling her all about it, you just at that point your uh, your 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 coon magnet has been adhered to the coon, <laughs> and you just fish it back out with your rope, you know. And if and then if you hear barking, that that means she dropped it and let it go again, and then you know, all right, it's got it again, and you go back to fishing it out, you know. And uh, I've fished coons out of chimneys with her before, you know, Dang. her and her mom, you know, and some of her young, to be honest, too. But that's 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 different. You can't really do that in the bushes, but it's kind of funny to do it when you're trying to get something <laughs> out of it. I know, thought you, meant you just tied a line to them and threw them into the water. Because what I loved about your dogs, they're smart. As soon as they came out all hot, they just jumped straight in the water, cooled off, right. and then went right back yeah. into the reeds. Yeah. Yep. Well, my I have, a, I have a buddy that got one of Missy's pups that – loves you know bear and lion and everything hunting but then in the off season is big on fish you know fly fishing and uh he had uh it was d is the dog's name so missy's daughter you know uh went out and caught a fish that was on the line so they were reeling it in and it was like 30 feet off the bank (laughs) and she swam out there and caught the fish that was fighting on top of the water, and then they reeled Missy and the fish in. So oh. you you can do that, but I would never. It ain't catching fish that ain't caught. You know, yeah, already, yeah. Well, they're thing. not otters, yeah. but no, <laughs> yeah, no. It was fun. That was a blast. So all the terrier people out there, that was awesome. We didn't do any real earth work, but we weren't trying to do earth stuff. We were trying to catch coons in the reeds, and that's exactly what we did. So man, I, I had a great time, Chad. That was super fun. And basically, long story short. You need to come again before the season's over. Oh, yeah. We need to do that again. Count on we need it. To bring some on. young terriers. <laughs> yeah, this time what we'll do, we'll bring all the sighthounds down again. Uh, we'll bring Jolene because I think your, your quail there, are, I, I think it's a whole lot more fun to have with a flushing dog rather than a pointing dog. So we'll, we'll leave Dandy, but we'll bring Jolene for some, for some feathers. We'll bring the sighthounds for the, for the long ears, and I'll probably bring Haggis and Griff and some younger terriers, and we'll just – We'll try and stack some raccoons this time, you Heck know, because yeah. like, that was fun. I really like that area. And I think if we just rig them, you know, just drive down it with your vehicle and then wait for one yep. of them to sound off or yep. pe- keep one on the ground the whole time, I think we can cover more ground and, and put some more ringtails on the tailgate, you know. Do you um, do you think Jolene would find a hair if we were walking? 100%. She already we has. Should, she does we it all should the time. do that. Yeah. yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we should bring definitely. her on foot. We'll take the drone and we'll walk and we'll see if she can bust one up. We'll have the sighthounds on slip and uh, we'll see what she can find. Because I've seen her go and she is freaking crazy. She, she is, is the crazy. busiest loaf of bread you've ever seen move. <laughs> <laughs> She's about the size of a little brown loaf of bread with ears. You know, oh and just, That's all you're going to see. She'll cover 30 yards. 
And the time it takes you to walk five feet, she'll go 30 yards to your left and 30 yards to your right, and she'll make that like two or three times in the amount of times you take five steps. She's just... Oh. Yeah, she's a crazy lady. And yeah, bring her. That'll be super fun. Bring uh, okay. bring Haggis and your coon stompers. Uh, bring Jolene. I don't know. If you don't come before February's out, there's no quail to be had. But still bring Jolene. Okay. We can use her to find yeah. hairs. And yeah. uh, I recommend you come before February's out anyway because that's when the coursing is really, really good. Although March is yeah. really good too. It's just only in the early mornings, which you only yeah. do a half day anyway. We're tired. Mm-hmm. If I can't find a hair in three hours, I'm over it. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, you can only sit there and walk so much. So anyway, yeah, long story short, guys, uh, Patreon is where you're going to find the coon, coon stuff. Uh, HXP TV, you'll see some of it, and you'll see all our hair coursing and uh, the bird dog stuff, you guys. Uh, so go check us out on YouTube. This By the time this airs, our intro is going to be up, and uh, possibly the Sidehound episode. And uh, mm-hmm. patrons, stay tuned, and go check us out on Patreon, you guys, for the, for the coons. That was a lot of fun, and there will be much more to come. Chad, and again, I want. I don't. I don't. I don't want to push all the other stuff so hard. But like, just like like Seth was saying to clarify, the uh, HXP TV is going to be like short, sweet, a lot of action. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want detailed stories, you got it. That's where we are right now. This is where you get the you know the dissection. Help me out here. Dissection. <laughs> dissection. Dissection. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the full breakdown. You know, the whole the whole story where we get to talk about everything. But the HXP TV, short, sweet, here it is. You get to see it, video, you know. And then Patreon is like, you know, the 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 nitty gritty, you know. Yeah. Some of the some of the stuff you can't put on YouTube, you know. Or Facebook, anywhere else. So yeah. So check yeah. this out there. Yeah. So thank you, Chad. Exactly. Correct. He dissected it so good. <laughs> so and, you got uh, three ways to enjoy it. It's like Neapolitan ice cream, man. You just pick what you like, you know. Uh, it, so we're trying it. Tell us what you think, though. You know, let us yeah, know. Absolutely. Let us know what Go you like. like us and subscribe and comment there, you guys. Uh, and we only read positive comments. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I want some criticism. Uh, I don't mind it. So if there's anything, you know, anything you want to see more of, talk to us because we're going to do yeah. it anyway. Especially we're gonna on do the it Patreon anyway. page. Yeah. yeah, we're we're gonna do it all anyway. It doesn't matter. It's just we can focus more on you know collecting it yep. better. You know, um, uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna chase the feathers. We're gonna chase the fur. We're gonna you know we're we're gonna do all that regardless. You know, it's just knowing what you guys want. We'll do more of it. This is my last question to you, Chad Reynolds, and this is it. And I'm wrapping it up. Hmm. When are you moving here to New Mexico, brother? Oh, I. <laughs> my wife talked about it plenty man it's 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 cold as all get out here man i mean i'm not gonna lie negative five 35 mile an hour winds is not out of the ordinary it's it that's brutal i do like kind of where i am because i don't there, there's some days i don't see another living human you know like aside from my wife and my daughter and that's that's kind of cool you know um, so I have that. I kind of like it, but it is so brutal. I don't even have raccoons. You know, I don't have, I don't, I'm missing out on a lot of stuff. The game birds are freaking hard to get to. You know, there's a lot about where I live that is, it's really hard, you know? Um, but the summers are freaking awesome. You know, if, if it gets yeah, over our 90, summers suck. Yeah. If it gets over 90, that's, that's a bad, that's a, you know, that's something to talk about. It may only get over 90, like, four times out of the year you know lol um, and then you still have that same 
cool 20 mile an hour breeze you know that's really nice you know but you know then there's the prairie dogs to hunt and stuff like that that's nice but yeah I, at, at some point it, it'll probably we'll probably be migrating that way you know like I, I did enjoy it you know new mexico has got something special the food's amazing you know <laughs> and uh and the, the you know the jackrabbits the game birds the a waterfowl the you, you got the big game you had you got just about everything you know I uh, the methamphetamines. If you want the methamphetamines, they're there. (laughs) (laughs) We have the best meth. If you've seen Breaking Bad, you know exactly what I'm talking about, guys. So why do you think I'm so peppy? (laughs) Mexico, you know, it's it's there for you. You know, (laughs) do you like poverty? Do you like meth? Come on, you know, you like violent crime? (laughs) Woohoo! One one stop shopping. It's a threefer, man. Exactly, exactly. When I went to horses, hounds, and mules. I was in Farmington, New Mexico, and I went into a smoke shop, and uh, there was a bowl, the bargain bowl, and it was meth pipes for $3. And I was like, mm, New Mexico. <laughs> Buy one, get one free bowl. meth pipes, man. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, thank you so much for coming down here, man. I had a great time, and I'm glad you got to tell us about you know, what your perspective was. I was super excited to share my world with you, dude. I know you've been in New Mexico before, but you've never been down here in my neck of the woods. And no, I wanted not to, the South side too much, man. I wanted to so. show you my, my zone and, and show you my, my, uh, my ugly little mutants. So fruit man, bats. Uh, yeah, my fruit bats. That's right. My fluffy tailed <laughs> fruit bats. So man, uh, thanks again for joining me, dude. I I hope you had a great time and and I really look forward to you coming again and and everyone listening. Thanks so much, you guys. Um, it's your listenership that allows me and Chad to be able to get this content for you guys and go check it out on all its forms. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. What do you got, brother? That's it, man. Let's, uh, let's do it again. Uh, keep up the fun stuff. Uh, and like always, let us know. Hunt hard and treat them like heroes. Catch y'all later. That's right. See ya. Bye.